Hey, welcome back to another episode of Lafayette Connect. For this one, I got to sit down with a very interesting character, Kennedy Van Meter. Kennedy is the owner of the Lazy Cat Lounge Cafe over on Main Street. Uh, if you haven't heard of the Lazy Cat Lounge Cafe, it's an awesome little spot in downtown Lafayette where you can basically study, have a coffee, have some food, hang out, relax, and uh, hang out with a bunch of adoptable cats. There's no place in Lafayette like it. It's actually a really cool environment, and Kennedy is just a straight-up savage for bringing it all together. Not only has she brought this idea to life and is holding this business together during this crazy pandemic, but she was also the Tinkerbell at Disney World for a few years. So she's just pretty cool, and I had an awesome time meeting her, so I hope you enjoy. So cool. How are you? Doing great. How about yourself? Pretty good. So we're sitting at uh, the Lazy Cat Lounge on Main Street, right? Yep. That's correct, yeah. So uh, tell us a little bit about this business. Yeah, uh, so my name is Kennedy Van Meter. Um, I'm the owner of Lazy Cat Lounge. We opened 2019 uh, back in November. Um, we're a cat rescue um, slash coffee shop, but mainly we're here for the cats. Um, I opened this place. Um, I used to work at an animal shelter uh, back in 2018, um, and I saw that we had a lot of stray cat population um, here in Lafayette, and I thought that we needed extra places for them to go, and when I was doing adoptions, there was a lot of, you know, oh, I want this kind of a cat, what can you tell me about this cat? When they were all living in cages, you don't get to know their personalities at the animal shelter. So we would get a lot of returns on cats. Um, a lot of people saying, you know, oh, I run a really cuddly cat, can you show me one? And, you know, when they're in an animal shelter, it's exciting, you don't really get to know them that well. So I thought this would be a great way to get the cats socialized and match them with the doctors who really get to know their personality in a home-like setting. So here at the lounge, they're all, you know, they're never in cages. It's an open living room type setting. We take 10 to 12 cats from local rescues, and they live here with us full time until we get adopted. So it's just a, it's kind of a place where you can just kind of come in and hang out with cats pretty much, right? And yeah. get to know them and pick one out and all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a, it's a really cool environment for people that haven't. This is my first time coming in, and I got to kind of look around. And uh, it was a super cool, chill environment. Everybody's just hanging out, petting the cats. It's pretty cool. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, we've had... Uh, it's been great for adoptions for the rescue. We've had 223 uh, since we opened, and then that's being closed for like 65 days, I think, for COVID too. So that's like over 100 cats a year or something for average. So yeah, that's a lot of cats. That's a lot of cats. Have... Yeah, it's more than when I worked at the shelter. So I was gonna say really I know Lafayette has a lot of stray cats just because of I've had two stray cats that I've got just from showing up at my house randomly. I don't know, do you know about, do we have a cat problem that's worse than other places, or is it just something? Um, the Midwest in general, like Indiana, Illinois, Ohio, that area in general, has a big cat overpopulation problem, um, just because we have a lot of farmland, and with farmland, there's a lot of, like, barn farm cats, and um, there's this misconception that it's, like, a good idea to have outside barn cats, um, when really it's not. Cats are um, 
an, an invasive species to North America. And when I say invasive, I don't mean like we shouldn't have them here at all or, or that they're right. bad. They're just invasive as far as like um, they're not natural to this habitat. Um, they're not meant to live outside in the wild here. Um, and they uh, kill all kinds of species of wildlife and birds and rabbits. Um, and they populate themselves so wildly when they're outside and they're not um, spayed or neutered. Um, and especially in the Midwest, barn cats are not spayed or neutered. Um, things like barn cats that are considered mousers um, are just not spayed and neutered, so then they have all of these barn kittens every year. And uh, a cat can reach sexual maturity at something like I think it's like I have to look it up, but I think it's something like two months or something like that. Whoa, and then they can that. have litters. Their gestation period is really really short, so they can just keep having litters and litters and litters of kittens. Um, so during a kitten season, a female cat can have like three to four litters of kittens per kitten season, um, and then two months later those kittens that they've just had can have two or three more litters again. Rabbits, they can just, I mean, they'll have kittens like rabbits do. And then you just have all of these kittens and nowhere to put them. Yeah, no kidding. That's crazy. I had no idea. I didn't even think, I never even thought that uh, cats weren't in the Midwest. They didn't naturally live there. I didn't know that. I never really thought about it. But, yeah. Um, which, like, I'm, I'm so happy we have them because I love cats, but yeah. Yeah, they're not, true. They're not really intended to live in this area. They're murderers, too. I have a, <laughs> yeah. I have a cat. All he wants to do is kill birds. Yeah. And he doesn't. I, yeah. He's an inside cat. So do you, uh, you suggest not having outside cats in general? or? Yeah, I would. Yeah. A, a lot of people think that it's like, oh, it's cool to keep them indoors and it's cool. Um, you know, and to that I would suggest, like, you know, let them have, like, harness training or something like that. A lot of people harness training their cats, but um, having outdoor cats, I, I would say, and I think a lot of animal rescues or veterinarians would say is a, is a really bad idea. In fact, the partners and rescues that we work with here um, have on the applications that you can't allow the cat to be outside. Huh. Um, so I have an inside cat, but I let him out on the back porch every now and then. Um, and he really loves that. Yeah, and I think, like, if you're supervising them, that's okay. But, like, people that have, like, cat doors where they just, like, let them go unsupervised. Like, there's just so many, like, foxes and predators. Uh, that's and, what I was going to say. There's a lot of yeah. a lot of animals out there looking to eat cats. Yeah, and that just goes back to, like, they're not meant to live here. They're not, they're not the top predator in the right. food chain here because they're not supposed to be here, like, um, but there is a lot of people yeah. that uh, they'll get a cat and they'll let it outside and then the cat just kind of comes and goes. Uh, there's some cats that live outside, but they do have owners. And I always thought that was kind of weird. Yeah. And yeah. then their cat someday never comes back. You never know what happens. So. Yeah. Yeah. I had a really, I had a really funny story of a, a guy that came in here once and um, he didn't end up adopting a cat because he came in and he said, um, hi, I'm, I'm looking for a cat to replace my cat that just died. And we were like, oh, we're so, so sorry. And he said, yeah, I she she lasted six years. And we were like, oh, that's a weird way to, weird way to <laughs> phrase that. And he goes, 
I need one big enough to fight off the snakes and hawks in my yard. Yikes. Oh, no. <laughs> How bad is this no, yard? No, no. Yeah, we were like, fight them off. Like, mm. yeah, it was a very weird. Yeah, I don't know what sort of battle royale was <laughs> going on in the yard. But, um, did yeah. he, he didn't end up getting a cat? There wasn't one we strong didn't. enough? No. Or, or did you one. say yeah. none of we these cats We were just like, oh, soldiers. yeah, cats outside is a bad idea. And he was like, he was like, no, my last one was outside. And we were like, yeah, but cats are supposed to live like 13 years. And she... 13 is about how long yeah, they live? Okay, yeah, cool. and she died at six. Years. And we were like, how? And he's like, the hawks. And we were like, see? <laughs> he's like, how do you think, man? Yeah, like, there you go. Because the hawks were outside. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's terrible. That's I mean, a terrible way to go. It was. Yeah, By so a hawk. Huh. My cat is, uh, he's actually too scared. I don't ever worry about him. I'll let him out with the dog. And he's mostly afraid of outside. He just likes to sit there and stare at the birds and flick his tail and do that weird noise. <laughs> but once I let him out there, He's done some crazy things, though. One time he actually jumped up and caught a bird with his paw, and then he just let go of it. I've never heard a bird scream before, but he did. Yeah, he just jumped up, caught him, and then he let go. But other than that, my cat is almost terrified of being outside. He doesn't... I can tell he's not ever going to run away or anything like that. But uh, but some cats seem to make it, make it what it is, and they love being outside. And they say once you let your cat outside, they'll never want to be inside again. So... I don't know. I don't know a lot, a lot about cats. Yeah. But. Yeah. yeah. So what was the process of getting the whole business like? You just, <clears throat> you had this idea, you were working at the uh, animal shelter, and then what? Yeah, so the process kind of started with, um, first I had to convince the health department that I wasn't crazy. Um, the health department? Yeah, so you've got to convince the health department that it was a good idea to have food and cats in the same building because um, I had to get, uh, you know, like the food license first right? Um, and with the business license. So I kind of talked to them and I did that by, there's there's a cat cafe up in Indy. Um, so there was already like kind of like a standard for how you do it in the state of Indiana. Um, so I had the health department talk to the health department up in Indianapolis about kind of what their rules were. Is that the only other place like yours? Is that one in Indianapolis? I accidentally called them instead of you. Oh, so. <laughs> that's happened a lot, actually. We've had people make reservations out the one in Indy, and they yeah. come here. And, I know. Yeah, they actually answered, guys. and they were like, yeah, I do a podcast, but I'm in Indianapolis. And I was like, yeah. what? Yeah. I was like, I just saw your... And then I looked, and I was like, oh, okay, never mind. Yeah, yeah, that's happened. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so the, the one in Indy and the one the health department here kind of talked and sort of gave me some guidelines about what we um, so they decided that like, pre-packaged food and a pre-packaged drink were kind of going to be my limits. Um, so like for coffee here, we have to have, um, like the cold brew has to be on like a tap in a box in the fridge and I have to serve it to the people like myself and all of the food has to be made in another facility and packaged somewhere else and has to be separated in a room from the cats. They kind of gave me 
the lowdown of the rules. I got that started. Um, and they got all that just from the other what the other cat shop was doing mm -hmm. and what the, their health department told them to do. Yeah, that's yeah. so funny. They yeah, because they were <laughs> kind of like, them up. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like a Supreme Court case where like one decision has been made somewhere else, so they just kind of replicate that decision somewhere else because huh. they're not sure what to do. Trailblazing, that's cool. Yeah, like that. um, I've never even heard of a place like that. My mom actually, I don't know if she's been here or not. She told me about you guys, and she said, oh, it's so cool, you got to check it out. And then I was over there and saw the sign and all that. Yeah. So, I don't know, I love the idea of that. I think it's really cool. So, other than that, is there, you get the health departments somewhat of an approval. Mm -hmm. um, and then what? Yeah, and then next, I had to find, like, rescue partners for the cats. Uh, looked around. I thought about using the shelter um, that I had previously worked with. Um, but they were sort of in a transitional period as far as like new board members go. They were in the process of getting like totally new board members at the time. So they were open to working with us in the future, but were kind of like I didn't know who to talk to at the time because the head of the board was no longer the person I knew anymore. It was now yeah, it's a different person. People. So that's when I find, found my new cat rescue and Robin and Mona who are who we currently work with right now, um, and they were awesome. Um, and I ended up really wanting to help them because they're an all-foster-based rescue. So that means they don't have, like, a brick-and-mortar rescue like Almost Home does. They need, like, foster homes to take in the cats that they have. So the amount of cats that they can take in and help is directly related to, like, the space that they have. So we can take in 10 to 12 cats at a time. Um, through that rescue, and then they're able to take in 12 more cats in through the foster system, so it kind of feeds in like a spider web. Yeah. 10 cats come here, and then we have 10 more foster homes for new cats to get ready to come to the lounge, and then these 10 get adopted, and then those 10 come in, and then we take in 10 cats. That's cool. You're like the, uh, kind of like the middleman of it all. Yeah. That's cool. So where, uh... Do you do any online thing looking for cats too, or are you pretty pretty much stocked up? You have the right amount of cats. Yeah, yeah, they all come from the rescue. Yeah, and sometimes people will call us with special situations and say, "Hey, we had a death in the family, or um, you know, somebody's going to a memory care unit or something like that." And with those special situations, we like might direct intake um, through the lounge that way, but usually only special situations like. Do you have a lot of people come in here just for fun, just to hang out? Oh, yeah. Look at cats? Yeah. yeah, especially a lot of students who like, live in dorms and can't have animals, miss like, their animals at home. Oh, okay. Then, Do you get a lot of people that uh, just want to, like, I want to say grieve, but not even grieve, but just people that just want to come in here and pet animals just to pet animals and stuff? Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. People have mentioned, like, having, like, anxiety issues or... Yeah, I was going to say, that would yeah, be good for a lot of different things. Oh, huh, that's cool. And it's cool that you, uh, you're you the kind of the first. I mean, the, definitely the first one around here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, here we are. Yeah, I think Indy is the closest, closest one to us. So are you just confident at all, or were you nervous getting started? Or? Oh, definitely nervous. Because um, you're, you're so I, young. I've too. seen it work in Indy, um, hoping it would work here. And just um, gave it your all. Yeah. Well, Lafayette's a uh, Forbes named Lafayette, like, the number fourth best 
and I might be botching this a bit, but the number fourth best city to start a small business in the country. Yeah, they, I yeah. Lafayette's wild. Our real estate market's the sixth best real estate market mm. in the country. So, um, I did not know this. Yeah, Lafayette is nuts. So, I would have felt better than I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. It's the place to be. It seems like a dumb little town, but I love it. Yeah, I'm, so. I'm actually from Bloomington, Indiana. Oh, are you? A lot of people from Bloomington come here. A lot of people from all over are coming to Lafayette now. It's, it's getting weird. But yeah, super cool. Um, how has COVID kind of affected things? You said you shut down for 65 days. We did, yeah. Yeah, it was... Um, I remember... So I, uh, I used to work at Disney World. Um, so I remember telling everyone here, like, we didn't know how bad it was going to be. And I remember saying, like, oh, okay, if, if Disney World shuts down, then we'll panic. And literally and that World afternoon, Disney uh, was like, we're closing down for two weeks. And I was like, okay, well, yeah. now, now we can all panic. It's bad. <laughs> um, and then we were closed for 65 days. Um, yeah, so there was no money coming in because we, we don't have a really good way to do this experience in a to-go format. You know, you can't, like, drive up and put a random cat in somebody's car. Yeah, no kidding. you know, then bring it back later. That's not safe or effective for the experience really at all. Um, And the experience is about, like, sitting with other people and enjoying the animals. Um, That's the therapeutic experience of it. So there was no way to do that. And um, so adoptions halted. Um, all the money coming in halted, and we did some like t-shirt fundraisers, but really for those 65 days there, there was no income. Did you get, you didn't get that loan? Um, we did get, uh, we did get one loan, so that was, that was good, that saved us. That is awesome. But as far as like customer income, Yeah, I was going to say, that's going to, and you started in 2019, this, this business is a baby. I mean, that's, that's terrifying. Yeah, it was really awful. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You guys are busy now though, there's like, there, there's a lot of people. Yeah, up there. we've we've recovered since then. It's yeah. been nice. We had a lot of um, su- we had a lot of good support in the beginning, and so I think that support just carried us through when we reopened. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and that sucks because a lot of people, like I was thinking of the people that come here just because they need to pet a cat. Mm-hmm. You know, during COVID, yeah. they're locked down and at home. Well, and now. then yeah, after COVID, adoptions soared. I think just people were so lonely and yeah. yeah that's good though it was great yeah so are your numbers now look kind of like they did before COVID or is it still is it's kind of picking up and um they don't look exactly like they did before COVID but they're they're much much better that's good yeah they're not quite that good so I would get a cat here for sure yeah. no but yeah uh you were the Tinkerbell at Disney World it was it's yeah. exciting to get to talk about that Usually there's, like, when you work there, you can't talk about it ever. Oh, is there rules about talking about it after the fact? There, well, no. I mean, they can't. Yeah, you can work for them. You can say whatever you right. want. Yeah. yeah. There's no, like, in, like NDA or anything you sign with them. Huh. So, yeah, let's, let's hear about that. How did you get that gig? And Yeah. So I auditioned right out of college um, for, like, a college internship sort of thing. Um, and I was just the right height um, and looked the part, so. Yeah, because you have to fit all the exact criteria to be any character at Disney World. And they looked at you and they said, that's Tinkerbell, right? Did, here. Where yeah. was it at? It's, uh, that was, I went to Indiana State. 
Okay, so you were at IU, and they said, here we are in Indiana, and that's Tinkerbell. Yeah. <laughs> that's it's, pretty it's great. It's super creepy when you get, like, back to Florida, and you look at, like, everybody else that they've hired. Because really, you don't, it, it's not about, like, looking so much as the character, it's just looking at everybody else who they've already hired. Uh-huh. You know? And then, like, everybody else looks like you. You're in a room full of other people who look just like you. It's very creepy. <laughs> I bet that is. You're like, oh my god. <laughs> That's gotta be so mind-blowing. How old were you when you did that? Uh, I got the job when I was 21. 21, yeah, and you, what, what were you even thinking? That would be, because that, that couldn't, I don't know, I was going to say it was, probably felt like a dream come true, but you didn't dream of being Tinkerbell, you just did this audition, did, well, and then all of a sudden. I did dream of working at Disney World, but I had no idea, like, it, and at what capacity, yeah. sort of. Um, so you yeah, sure didn't think you were going to be the next Tinkerbell, though, no, shipped all the way to Florida and yeah. start your new life, that yeah. is so wild. So you get to Florida, and there's all these people, other Tinkerbells, which is kind of weird, because looking at you, I wouldn't guess Tinkerbell. I mean, you have, you dyed your hair and everything. Yeah, but. no, well, they give you contacts, they give you a wig, I mean, yeah. I the think whole, the goal is make you all look exactly the same, and then, you know, they don't want you to be recognizable as anybody right. else, so. Huh. And that's a whole game-changing life. I mean, from that point on, you have to be Tinkerbell. What about outside of work? Do you have to do anything weird? Um, to follow guidelines off the clock? Or? No, not really. I mean, besides the like not being able to talk about it while you worked, because like while you worked, you couldn't say like you had to say like, oh, I was friends with Tinkerbell. Or oh, you like couldn't that. even tell people. You were yeah, you couldn't tell people, and like Whoa. you couldn't post. Like I can post pictures of it to Instagram now that I'm not doing the job anymore, but before then. You just Picture. had to say, yeah, I'm, you guys listen, I'm really yeah. close with Tinkerbell. You don't understand. They're just like, yeah. what? My grandmother didn't get that, and my grandmother would post, like, my grandmother's Facebook profile picture is me as Tinkerbell. Oh. And, like, she would do that while I was still Tinkerbell, and she didn't understand, like, <laughs> the rules. What a good grandma, though. So, yeah. That's so funny. So what, what is that even like, to be Tinkerbell? Yeah, what's a day... Yeah. at work look like you would get there like an hour before your shift and put like the wig the makeup all the stuff on um and then how long does that take getting set up suited um, up yeah it's like 45 minutes and then you have like 15 minutes to like walk to your bad. place yeah and then you put the dress on and then you have like an hour on set or whatever where you like meet with people and then you have an hour off where you get to sit down and uh, make the laughs, and the other oh. Tinkerbell goes on. Oh, there's more than one Tinkerbell? I thought you were the Tinkerbell, the one oh, and only, oh, all day. Oh, no, gosh, no. How they rotate you? them out. Yeah. Okay. I guess, yeah, you got to have days off. Yeah, yeah how would I? Yeah, oh, my God, no, how would I? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. No, no, there's shifts. That's how why many, we all have to look alike. How many other Tinkerbells are there, though? Gosh, like, there's probably, like, 15 of us in. Oh, really? Okay. Given higher. Still, that's so crazy. Yeah. You just get there and it's just crowds full of people. Tinkerbell, ah! That's so funny. <laughs> Did you have to do, because, uh, you know, Disney World has different plays and stuff like that. Did you have to do any of those? Any dancing, singing? No, no singing. No scripts or no nothing. Dancing. Does Tinkerbell even talk? Did you? Yeah, well, they actually did, like, uh, so there's Peter Pan, and then they made, like, a bunch of films from, like, 2008 to, like, 
2015 of like these standalone Tinker straight to DVD movies oh, okay. like Tinker and her friends. Um, and so I and think she I've seen those or something. Yeah. yeah, they kind of gave her her own story. Mm -hmm. Huh. That's so funny. Did it pay pretty good? It did. Yeah, yeah. it did pay well. Huh. That's so cool. There was like a huge uh, like pay gap between like being like people who were like Mickey Mouse and the people who were like what they would call like fake character people. Oh, the people that wear suits mm -hmm. and stuff, they get paid a little less. Oh, that makes sense. Because anybody can throw on that suit, but you can't. There's only one Tinkerbell. Well, there's only 15 Yeah, I know, but actually I feel, like, I feel like they should get paid the same though because that suit is good. And plus, if you're Mickey Mouse, you would think you're the top dog. I know I would. Yeah. Plus, like, the like, neck. <laughs> that's true too. Yeah, that, yeah, that's way more. But yeah, if I was Mickey Mouse, I'd say, "Hey, what's uh, what's Cinderella doing over here?" Make I know, right? Yeah. Mm. So after Tinkerbell, after so sort of that, I started getting sick. I had um, a really bad flu one year. I got a really high fever. Um, what year was this? Get over it. So I was like 23, almost 24 at the time, I started passing out all of the time after this really bad flu that I had, um, and I didn't go to the hospital for it right away, and um, the story of what happened when I did eventually have to go to the hospital for the flu is, um, so I moved down to Florida with my husband, we were married, and I woke up out of bed, and I had a really high fever, and I don't remember this. This is a retell of what my husband said happened. I look at him, and he said I looked terrified. And I told him that I needed him to take me to my father, who lived at my old address. I gave him my old childhood home address, and that he was a cop, which my dad was when I was a little kid. He's retired now. And that he, my dad was gonna like kill him if he hurt me. I, and he could tell, oh my gosh, she doesn't know who I am. She's like delirious right now, like memory loss. And something. you, you don't remember any of this at all, though. I don't remember any. Of this. But you just woke up and you're like, I don't know who this guy is. And... Yeah, and so Zach was like, so Zach oh. like took my temperature from those forehead party things, and it was like a hundred and three, like really bad high fever. Yeah, that's not good. No, bad. So he's like. Hey, I've got to convince her that we need to go to the hospital. Oh. Um, so he called one of my friends who I knew, and I and I she came over, and I, I did end up knowing her, her for That's whatever good. reason. Yeah. So she convinced me to get in the car, and so then Zach had to like take our marriage certificate with us to the hospital to prove that like I am married to her. I did not kidnap her. <laughs> she needs help because I was like at the hospital. They're like, Do you know him? And I'm like, I don't know. He says he's married to me, but I don't know. I just feel really sick. He needed to take so me crazy. to my dad's house. Like, I didn't know if I was in Florida. I was in Florida. So I wake up in the hospital, like, the next day, having my fluids. I was super dehydrated. had a horrible fever. Uh, and that's when that nerve damage happened. And so that's when I got um, the POTS, which is the postural orthostatic tachycardia syndrome, um, which is kind of what that... Uh, COVID long hauler syndrome thing that people mm -hmm. are getting from the virus. Uh, you can get it from other viruses, like this big flu that I have. 
Um, so now my uh, blood pressure and heart rate aren't controlled by themselves anymore. Um, I faint like several times a day. Um, have to be on medicine for it. That's the saddest part yeah. about it all for me is that you're fainting multiple times a day. Yeah. That's, it's not fun. <laughs> I was going to say, that's scary. You have to watch every little thing that you do. Yeah. So, like, I can't drive and that stuff. can't drink. Do you have to, like, like these stairs? Do you get worried about stairs? or? Um, I used to be more worried about it, but, like, I wear, like, an Apple Watch that has, like, a heart rate alarm on it that, like, lets me know. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've kind of come to, it, I've had it for like two and a half years now, so it's, You're, it's pretty controlled. I'm like, eh, I've come to terms with it now. How but, long do you have before you know, before you know, like, oh, I'm about to pass out? Yeah, uh, usually 30 seconds-ish. Usually my vision goes it's out first. Long. I get like a, like a tingly, weird feeling on my neck, and I get like clammy, and then my vision goes out, and then I know to like lay down. And that's it. How long are you usually out? Uh, not long, like 45 seconds to a minute, just and enough just get for up my and blood say, ah. pressure to get back normalized. That's mm -hmm. all it is, is just the blood pressure, mm -hmm. once that's regulated and everything, and mm -hmm. your body just goes right back to... Yeah. The human body is so weird. It's really weird. <laughs> it just heals itself and says, mm -hmm. alright, get up, we're yeah, good. It's like, okay, we're good. Nope. Restabilize. And then randomly it just says, hey, 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 hold on, we're not feeling too great, lay down mm -hmm. for a minute. We're taking just one forty-five seconds. That's all we need. Yeah, and like uh. some people's uh, nerves do that, like when they get like blood drawn, like their blood control doesn't. So, uh, and you said that the one of the effects of COVID is something a lot like that. So yeah, yeah. So I'm like not happy that people are getting this from COVID, but, but hopefully there'll be more research. Hopefully with there'll it. be more research, yeah. more medicine. How sure. rare? How rare is that? Um, I, I don't have like a statistic for you, but but rareish. Pretty rare. Yeah, rareish that I had to that when I was hospitalized here in Lafayette, they sent me over to Cleveland Clinic because they didn't know what was wrong. With me. Oh man. Um, yeah, when I went to the hospital here, um, they didn't even hear. It. They didn't have any they idea. They were like, "Well, I don't know what's wrong with you." Yeah. Oh, man. That's so sad and so strange that you just got it from a random case of the flu. I mean, <clears throat> and then what, what happened with uh, Tinkerbell from there? I mean, you yeah. Out your back. So, yeah, and you know, you can't really be like meeting kids and be Tinkerbell when you're fainting and having medical issues because that would like break the magic. So, um, I had to, you know, kind of stop that. And, was that your decision, or did they tell you that? Did you try and say, hey, I'll still be Tinkerbell? It, it was kind of my decision, but, I mean, I would have been pushed out. I mean, they would have yeah. given me another job at Disney, but... But you're not there to empty out trash cans. You have to right, yeah. yeah. And, you know, so I was like, eh, it's okay. Um, so then I worked at the animal shelter for a little while, and then I just decided, like, it, it was really hard to, like, work for somebody else when you're so chronically ill because like some days you just have to like you can't do things and it's hard for somebody who's not chronically ill to be your boss because they're like well I get that. you were yeah. sick you were fine yesterday why are you sick today and then you're fine the next day and then you're sick again I don't understand you know Plus, it's hard for like a manager to understand and I get that so that's kind of why I wanted to be my own boss was so that like 
Okay. Didn't have to explain. Yeah, you call the shots. You make the rules and yeah. you don't have to worry about. Plus, if I pass out, there's no one to explain myself to. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. And you made it. The cooler thing is you made it happen. Yeah. You didn't just let it sit there and say, oh, man, I wish I wish I started my own ca cafe. You, you actually took the steps and I respect it. I think it's cool. Thanks. What a wild ride, though. I mean, from 21 years old to being Tinkerbell to getting the strange mm -hmm. flu to now then going to an animal shelter and now you're running your own business. I mean, you're just all over the place. Your life is uh, pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. What were your, uh, how did you handle that though? Walking away from Disney with Disney and then coming back to Indiana. That's not, those probably weren't happy times for you, were they? Oh, uh, it was rough. <laughs> yeah, it was rough there for a while. But, but yeah, it, it, we got through it. Got through it. I think, you know, our families are here. Like, my husband and I's families are here. So that made it easier. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. good. I was going to ask if, if you had family or something here that brought mm -hmm. you back. Yeah. Which animal shelter did you work at in Lafayette? Uh, almost home. Almost home? I don't know if I know that one or not. I think I might have got my dog from there, but I don't know. Probably. Pro probably. They're, the, they're like the main animal shelter. Uh -huh. yeah, and they're good. So do you uh do you really, really love cats? Or... Oh, I do. Yeah. got three in my own. Three? That's not like crazy cat love. Crazy yeah. cat Oh, I'd have more. I'd have more. If you didn't have all this. If I didn't have all this, yeah. <laughs> no, that's cool. I used to have two cats. Um, one just died last year. He actually had a oh, yeah, he had cancer. But uh, I still got one Twister boy. He's a good, he's a good cat. I love nice. him. I always say I got lucky with the uh, two best cats in the world. But uh, I'm sure there's better cats. But... Well, yeah, all partial to our children. <laughs> yeah, I love them. So what happens to your cats that don't exactly get adopted? The ones that sit here and yeah, so there's gotta be a lot of those, right? Um, actually, no. Uh, we've been pretty successful. I think the longest one that we didn't have to get adopted her name was Violet, and she was here with us for about eight months um, since opening day, and then she got adopted about eight months later. But yeah, we've never actually had one that was like unadoptable that never got adopted so that's what cool. happened well, that's, so well, I, I mean i hope not yeah i was gonna say a lot of that is probably you have all these people coming and just hanging out with the cats they get to know them, even the ones that might be in quotes unadoptable i don't know if any cat is unadoptable but um yeah and i mean there's get things closer to like feral cats yeah. Oh, yeah, like, that's true. Yeah. yeah, there's some cats you probably can't. Yeah, and and then they can go into things like TNR programs, which is trap, neuter, release, um, which is uh, things you can do for outdoor colonies of cats who just haven't been held by human hands because cats, once they, um, by a certain age, if they haven't been handled as kittens, they can become feral. Um, and that's usually by like week eight. If they haven't been handled by human hands, they just Ooh. are become really afraid of people. Um, and that's just something in their neurological development for whatever reason by that age, they just need human contact. Uh, and so you can get them involved in these TNR programs. Almost any city has them. Um, and if you've ever seen a cat that's like ear tipped, they've been a part of a track neuter release program where People will go, yeah, it's where like a veterinarian will cut off a little part of their ear under anesthesia, of course, uh -huh. which is just um, a sign to let a trap neuter colony let them know that that cat 
who's feral or in the wild has been neutered and had their vaccinations. But then they just still let them mm-hmm. out. Yeah, There's... and it sort of serves that ear tip sort of serves as like a vaccination slash spay or neuter record. So it's you know a wild cat that doesn't have an owner can't really like carry a little side pocket with their vaccination <laughs> records in it all the time. Um, that just serves as like a hey, I have had my shots and I have had um, a spay or neuter surgery. So like if animal control were to pick up that animal, they would know. Um, it's had its rabies shots and stuff. So what what would animal control do though if they pick up a cat that has that chip? Wouldn't they think, oh, this cat belongs out here, or do they just treat it like any other cat? Yeah. So usually they usually uh, animal control officers know where uh, TNR kitties are supposed to be. Um, so if they get a call about a cat they will that's in an area where it's supposed to be, they will usually leave it alone. Um, but if a like, cat has wandered off somewhere in a neighborhood or in the middle of the street or something, they will, will return it to its colony, or if it's not... What does not... the area look like, though, a TNR yeah, area? Because I, I wouldn't think it would be just a random neighborhood or... Yeah, usually they're, like, out away from, like, people's neighborhoods and stuff, so usually out in, like, wooded areas, places. So, like, literally the woods? Uh, sometimes. Oh. Yeah. Sometimes. That's weird. It is kind of weird. Yeah, it's like a little forest cat colony. <laughs> yeah. Just take a walk in some woods that you've never been to before, and you look up, and there's, there's cats. 20 cats, mm-hmm. all cut ears. Mm-hmm. Then that don't do good with humans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, because, I mean, it is unfortunate. Like, um, you know, we don't want them to live outside, but sometimes there's just cats that just yeah, you can't. There's nothing you, you can do. Yeah, there's nothing you can do. They're too far gone. So, yeah. Ugh. A lot of people hate cats. People, I know. I hate that. I feel like they're just misunderstood. I know. I, I, just, yeah. I, I love them because I feel like, and I love dogs too, but I feel like all dogs, you know what you're going to get, and I, I like the surprise of cats. I feel like they all have their different personalities, and they're all... I'll agree to that. My yeah. cat has a strong personality. Yeah. I don't think he's that smart. I was going to ask you how smart do you think intelligence-wise, how smart do you think a cat is? Do you think cats are smarter than dogs? Or or is it kind of just unknown? Yeah, I, I, I gotta say scientifically, I couldn't give you like a scientific answer to that, but I think cats are very intelligent. Mm-hmm. I do too, um, just from mine. I look at him, I say, he definitely has his own thoughts. He yeah, they, they definitely have an intelligence. And I will say, a lot of people think cats don't have like an emotional attachment to humans, but I, I do have a scientific rebuttal to that. There has Oops, been. Who says that? I've never heard anyone say that. Yeah, I've heard. Well, I've heard people say like, "Oh, cats don't like care about you as much as dogs do." Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, yeah, but probably a lot of cats. Maybe. There's been a lot of studies done where, um, and this makes sense to me, but they will like take food and water away from cats in a room for a while, and then they will put a human in one room and food and water in another room and let the cat go and so like the cat has been like starved of human touch and of food and water for like a day and the cat every time goes to humans to get like pets and love instead of the food and water that's pretty and they do the same experiment with dogs and that's what dogs choose too but the cats choose it too so it's it's just an interesting so you just know like yeah Yeah. like they they want the affection the same way that dogs do so i think that's I've never had a cat that, because you know how cats are standoffish and stuff, and some cats, people say, don't care about anything but themselves mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, 
don't know. So do you think there are a lot of cats that just don't care about humans at all? Or I don't know how to word that, really. But Yeah, I don't think it's that they don't care about humans. I think what we view as them not caring about humans is that they're, like, they're more independent. So, like, they don't need us. That's a good way to, to like, it, yeah. like dogs need us to let them outside use the restroom, or and cats don't need that. And dogs are pack animals socially, whereas cats aren't. So like they don't need, like they don't need a pack mentality. So cats are fine just being like in a room by themselves, whereas like your dog needs to be in the same room with you, like biologically has yeah. a need for yeah, that. Yeah, you can't just leave. Whereas it like your cat is. is it's like another human, like, your cat is fine being in its own room, whereas your dog, like, has a biological need to, like, be right next to you. Like, your cat doesn't feel that instinct. So it's not that it doesn't love you, it just... Did you have a lot of cats as a kid? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I've always had cats. Would you call yourself a cat expert? Um, I feel like one. Uh, yeah, I, I was gonna yeah. say, I'd give it to you. Yeah. I feel like one. I don't know. You, you have to know more than 90% of people about cats. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. What yeah. Here? We're about good to wrap it up soon. Yeah, We're think, already yeah. at 45. I think that's, we yeah. can go a little and then bit I think my, uh, my person who's picking me up could be person. Oh, they are? Okay. Cool. Yeah. Let's see. Have you ever heard of Toxoplasma Gandhi? No, I saw that on the list. You didn't know what it was? I know Gandhi, but what yeah, is no, Toxoplasma not, Gandhi? Toxoplasma Gandhi is something that, what they say, and I wanted to meet you before I even brought it up, because I didn't want to offend you at all, but it's what they say causes people to be crazy cat ladies. Okay. It's pretty much like a, uh, a microscopic worm mm. that gets transferred through cat urine, and they say that, I think it's like, 80% of all humans have been exposed to it at some point. Amazing. Yeah, but they pretty much have proof that whatever this worm is, it gets spread through cat urine, and it makes people obsessed with cats. Okay. And I don't think you have it. That's not, I didn't, yeah, I didn't want to no. offend you or anything no, like that. No, I'm not offended. But I, I just didn't, I want to know what you thought about that, or, uh, uh, but yeah, you never heard of it. Yeah, it sounds amazing. Like some sort of alien it's crazy. Invasion. It's a crazy world we live in. But yeah, that's yeah. pretty much what it is. And it's so small. Why is it named after Gandhi? <laughs> it's uh, with two eyes. So it's not like... Oh! No, yeah, <laughs> not that Gandhi. Gandhi. No, it's... Uh, that's amazing. No, I've never heard of that. Yeah, Toxoplasma Gandhi. Gandhi. Yeah, you'll have huh. to look into it. That's really interesting. Uh -huh, but I'm they, so intrigued by that theory. And it's... I love how it's the cat pee. That makes us obsessed with them because it's the mm. least interesting part about the That's cat. the craziest thing about it, though, is that it. Uh... Wouldn't that be so smart about the cat, though? Is it like I've always said that I think cats are like aliens. So, like, if yeah. the cats somehow had a way to make us obsessed with them through their own urine. <laughs> that only affects the female sex. I like the way you're so thinking. So interesting. But it's more of a. Like a like a microscopic insect. It's not actually the cat's thing, but it's the it's this thing likes. They find it in cats' brains a lot, and they find it in oh, human brains. Okay. But it kind of use it sticks to cats and it attaches the cats, and it. Uh, no one knows so how. It's not it a parasite of the cat, then. It's just totally separate. I don't know enough about it, but okay. yeah, it's it's okay. it's something that latches on the cats. But they proved that. It causes. It's found in a lot of 
women, specifically women, mm. that are obsessed. I mean, you know, crazy cat ladies. There's people that have mm-hmm. so many cats. Yeah. Um, so that's crazy. Yeah, it's a weird thing. Definitely uh, check it out. There's not a lot of research done on it though. I think they just found out about it in like 2019. Interesting. Yeah. That'll be fascinating. Well, I know like pregnant women can't touch cat litter because of like parasites. I think that I think yeah. that was. Like the start of it when people started saying that, I think yeah. that's when they started finding out about it. They're like, oh, oh, what else is here? <laughs> yeah. well, okay, I, interesting. Yeah, okay. definitely weird. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. Um, well, my right is calling me. Okay. So well, we can wrap it up, but I appreciate it. I do. Yes. It was fun. Thank you. And I like seeing your business. I think it's an awesome, cool idea. And. I'll tell people this is the spot for cats. Thank you it very definitely much. Is. If you want a cat, this is, it makes humane societies almost look dumb because here you can actually play with the cat. Yeah. And yeah. You could come here just on a date with a boyfriend or girlfriend and mm-hmm. pet cats. And it's a great first date icebreaker. So if it gets weird, it's like, here's a cat. Yeah. I actually, uh, I told my girlfriend that I wanted to, uh, when you said you want to do a podcast, I said, we should go on a date, like just there to like look mm-hmm. around and see. But then I was like, I'd be coming home with another cat. Yeah. I know. That's kind of, <laughs> that, that's what turned me off. That was like, if yeah. I take her to go pet cats, I'm coming home with a cat mm-hmm. and I can't do it. But It's a common relationship fight. Yep. Yep. Here. But, we have. but I appreciate it. It was definitely fun. Right. Thank you so much. It was good to meet you. Thank yep. you very much. For sure. Thanks again for listening to another episode of Lafayette Connect. Go check out the Lazy Cat Lounge Cafe at 846 Main Street, right here in Lafayette. It's an awesome spot, and I really respect what she's doing. I don't think I've said it on the podcast yet, but I'm officially out of construction and doing full-time real estate as an agent at Keller Williams now. So give me a call at 765-532-7563 if you want to talk some real estate. I'm trying to help as many people take advantage of this crazy market as possible. Thanks again, Kennedy, for doing this podcast, and thanks again, everybody, for listening.